welcome to episode 324 of The Recovery Show. This is a brief one. I had a meeting, online meeting last night. We had nine people in attendance. We're still struggling with the best way to get the word out where people don't necessarily leave their email or their phone with us for us to contact them. We're not at this moment comfortable publishing the access number for the meeting on the local Al-Anon website. It's probably fine, but there's some discomfort with that from some of the members, so we're still thinking about that. But anyway, last night after we all got hooked up and said hi to everybody, for that meeting we usually start with a question, does anybody have a pressing topic or issue that they'd like to talk about? And almost immediately several words came out, including fear and anxiety. We then find a reading that relates to the topic. This one about fear is from Courage to Change, January 10th. I suspect that if I reclaimed all the minutes, hours, and days I've sacrificed to worry and fear, I'd add years to my life. When I succumb to worry, I open a Pandora's box of terrifying pictures, paranoid voices, and relentless self-criticism. The more attention I pay to this mental static, the more I lose my foothold in reality. Then nothing useful can be accomplished. To break the cycle of worry and fear, I'm learning to focus all my attention on this very moment. I can turn away from destructive thoughts and concentrate instead on the sights and sounds around me. Light and shadows, the earth beneath my feet, the pulse of everyday living, all the pieces of the here and now. These bits of reality help rescue me from what-ifs and should-haves by anchoring me in the present. Prayer and meditation, the slogans and phone calls to Al-Anon friends are other sources of serenity that bring me back to this moment. As I shut out the noise, I am more receptive to my higher power's will and therefore much more able to work my way through difficult times. The reminder says, this day is all I have to work with and it is all I need. If I am tempted to worry about tomorrow's concerns, I will gently bring my mind back to today. Quote from Mahmoud Shabistari, The past has flown away. The coming month and year do not exist. Ours only is the present's tiny point. That reading really spoke to me. As I mentioned in a previous recording, I am currently visiting my parents. My father was put into home hospice care last week, and I decided that I needed to come. I needed to come see him. And I will say that living with, supporting, loving someone who is in Alzheimer's disease is a real lesson about being in the moment, about not projecting forward, about enjoying those things that are around me, to focus on those things that are around me, light and shadows, earth beneath my feet. He's usually pretty good at the beginning of the day, able to get around, relatively coherent, by the end of the day, that's pretty much all gone. 
Last night, we struggled to get him into bed. We would say, you need to push yourself up from the wheelchair so you can sit on the bed. And he would say yes, and he would do nothing. I think both my brother and I had to walk away a couple of times just to release the frustration and anxiety of of that moment, you know? What if he can never get out of the wheelchair? And I know that's not true because although he's not up yet this morning, I'm sure he will be able to do that today. I don't know about tomorrow. So we are living one day at a time. They live in a beautiful location, which was cause in the past for fear because it is rural. It's a half hour from the nearest hospital. It's a half mile down a dirt road, which in the winters in New York state can be hazardous. But every time they have needed an ambulance, the ambulance has come and has gotten them to where they needed to go. And so I'm able to let go of that fear. I've been able to let go of that fear. When we raised the question of perhaps moving into the city some years ago, the response was, but if we did that, I wouldn't be able to eat my breakfast looking out over the lake in this view. And that is true. And I will say that that view helps to sustain me in the moment, in the moments that occur. I can look out the window, I can drink in the beauty of nature, even the beauty of March, where nothing's really quite yet come alive. The trees are still all bare. The grass is matted down and and brownish. But it's still beautiful. And it was beautiful yesterday when it was cloudy. And the wind was raising white caps on the lake. And I can use that to, to feed my soul, to keep me going, to keep me from worry. And there's a lot to worry about right now. And that came, that came out in the meeting last night. Everybody is worrying about different things. Some of those worries are centered on the coronavirus and some are not. But we're all finding ways to let go of worry. One of my friends said recently, you know, when I want to get away from what's happening in my house, I have this habit, I go online and I read the news. And right now, that's not very helpful. (laughs) Because that just makes more anxiety and fear for many of us reading the news. I was talking to my sister yesterday, and she said, I heard that they have a lot of cases in Ohio. And I think when you're driving back to Michigan, you should just not stop in Ohio. And I remind myself that she is the the worrier of the three of us kids. 
But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, maybe instead of stopping for a sit-down meal, I'll get a drive-through from one of the fast food places along the highway so that I minimize my exposure to other people as I'm going through. And I looked at the map, and so far, there really aren't a lot of cases that are showing up there. They're mostly in Cleveland, so I might avoid Cleveland. For stopping, that is, obviously. I still have to drive past it or through it. So there's a lot to worry about and a lot to just say, what what is the next thing I can do? What is the best thing I can do? You know, I put gas in the car yesterday, and I'm driving a Prius. And when I looked at the distance to empty, it said 570 miles. I could drive all the way home without getting gas. I don't think I can drive all the way home without stopping because of bodily needs. But it does give me something to think about it. You know, it lets me put first things first. Let go of those things I can't control and and think about the things that I do have control over that I can change. As I close here, let me remind you of the wisdom in that reading that worry doesn't help us. Worry only brings us down. Worry is not preparation. And that by bringing ourselves back to what is here and what is now can help us to let go of worry and do the things that we can do to reduce the things that we're anxious about or at least to help ourselves find a little bit of serenity. I hope you're well. I hope you stay well. Goodbye.